0: At a barbecue, yeah, this past weekend. And Me too. Were you really? Yeah. They served mug root beer, and orange crush.
1: Hmm.
0: Here's my problem. I don't mind orange crush. Love orange crush. If you're going for an orange soda. Orange crush is great. Yeah. Orange Fanta, even better. Uh, mug root beer, I take issue with. Mm. And if you're on, well, I know you're on Twitter, but if you're on Twitter. At Dylan and Dutch, D I L L O N and Dutch, common spelling. I was just having, I was anger tweeting this barbecue. Here's my problem with my root beer, it's terrible. And you can always, you always know that the barbecue is has been run by like alcoholics, because you know they walked by the A and W root beer. You know they did. It's in the same aisle. And They thought no mug for beer is just as good, wrong, absolutely wrong. Have you ever been to oh see Dutch Have you ever been to a barbecue where there's alcohol, but the person that was supposed to buy the alcohol has no clue about what to buy? Oh yeah, it's just full of like natural ice and Mike's hard lemonade <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: the last bar the one that I went to this weekend mGD light really? yeah, I mean I had six or seven of them. How could you not get a little buzz? Before I got there. Right. You know, just... In
0: the truck, driving down yeah. there.
2: I needed to get used to the flavor.
0: Yeah. So. Well, you don't want to throw up. You don't want to be rude in front of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't rude. I, I drank three or four mug root beers and at least seven of the Orange Crushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's all about being polite and culturally
2: appropriate. You know, I used to bring my own beer to those kinds of barbecues when I knew, you know, there wasn't going to be much selection. Right. It just felt awkward. I didn't want to be that guy. Don't be that guy anymore, that yeah. That guy, the
0: snob. No, or that guy that brings his own beer holder. The styrofoam, not the styrofoam, but like the... the cozy. The cozy, yeah. yeah. Are you that guy? Um, I'm not going to judge you if you are. I, I have one, but it doesn't see much use. You want to know why you have one here? Because this, this is your house. This, this is. your garage. Yeah. On the way here, I texted you. Oh my gosh! I wanna you wanted to bring it up. Let's talk about it. It's important. I was heading to Jack in the Box as I always do. I'm on a Jack in the Box cleanse. I'm down about seven pounds. And I said, "What do you want from Jack in the Box?" You said, "Surprise me." Yep. A few episodes ago, we talked about Jack in the Box, and I, I could talk. I could have a whole podcast about Jack in the Box. I'm not going to. Because this podcast is only about metal detecting. Yeah. That's all we talk about. What did I get you
2: at Jack in the Box? And let's talk about it. Play by play. So, you walk in. That's right. And I say, what did you get me? Sure. And you give me the look. You know the look. The look. The, you know what I got you. Ultimate Cheeseburger. The Ultimate Cheeseburger. With here's the most important thing. Yeah. This is how I know that you've got my back. All the time. No ketchup. No ketchup. No ketchup on the Ultimate cheese. As burger. God intended the Ultimate Cheeseburger. Exactly. Um, and not only that, but you got me the full meal, and not the regular fri- fries, but the curly fries. And we've never even talked nope, about that. Nope, we've never.
0: You know what I thought? When they asked me, I said, what would Dutch want? And then I thought to myself, he's going with the curly fries.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I it was uh it was a special moment.
0: It's important because I think my love language is to is acts of service. Hmm. And your love language is accepting acts of service. Is accepting acts yeah. of service. And you're great at that. Oh man. That's why we have great marriages with our wives. Absolutely. Um I think I do acts of service. My wife gives me words of affirmation
2: once in a while and And it works out great I'm pretty much just accepting acts of service pretty much all the time if I really want words of
0: affirmation I'll just re-listen to some podcast episodes that's good enough for me oh yeah or I'll look in the mirror and I'll talk to myself for about 90 minutes I read that profiler's report on us yeah oh yeah that was good stuff he's a great writer
2: yeah hey you know what I found the other day what'd you find do you remember, back in the 80s, when
0: oh, we, wow. we
2: put out that series of workout yes! videos? Oh,
0: my gosh.
2: Yeah, I was going yeah. through some old boxes. Oh, my gosh. Dusted them off, and I pull out the Dylan and Dutch Guns, guns and, and Buns Dhs. Yeah. 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 and uh,
0: 85 through 87, 88. We turned out, like, a 90-minute video every month, right?
2: Yeah. It sold... Hundreds of thousands of copies.
0: Everyone's going to want to know about this, because we get different... Here's how we know who is a fan of what, depending on how old you are. Yeah. Uh, The fan mail. Some fan mail asks about our cartoon in the 80s. Some people talk about our fitness uh, VHS series. Dutch, you and I were talking 80, 81, when the cartoon was going full force Saturday mornings. Yep. And the plush toy market was just getting... uh, off the ground. Yeah. The guy that invented Cabbage Patch, he didn't. He kept not returning our calls. And you said, Dylan, what is the new market we need to get our hands on? And I mm-hmm. said VHS.
2: VHS.
0: At first we were going to go into beta, but I yeah. thought, you know what? Beta isn't going to last. We
2: saw where that was heading. Yeah. Superior product, but yeah. wasn't, it was going to happen. Right.
0: We yeah. just thought VHS, it's more mass produced. Oh, yeah. And we need, it. and so we hit it here. But here, can you talk to our listeners about how we actually got into the the fitness market? We were fitness gurus for a while. Uh,
2: we were, and and really, it was our connection with uh, Suzanne Summers.
0: Yeah, uh, Chrissy
2: she, on uh, Three's Company. I love Three's Company. Uh, I I want to sing the theme song right now. But I'm not going. to. No, we're not going to because of copyright. Um, but yeah, Suzanne Somers. Uh, she did a brief stint on uh, on our cartoon. On my door. Yeah, on our cartoon. Yeah, she. Um, uh, what was that episode that she was in? I don't even remember. Something about a, a Thor's um, log run. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she was a special uh, guest on the cartoon, and yeah, she was one who really. Got a sense of the whole workout the, scene.
0: You you guys would talk a lot, and I think it was, was it you? It wasn't me. I'm sure it was you that was talking, you are noticing her thighs. Oh, we talked a at little, length about her thighs. Her thighs were a little flabby, and you said, you know what you need? You need to master those thighs with this yeah. kind of workout. Yeah. You put, you got a medicine ball, mm-hmm. and you got some hard wire in the medicine bar, ball, and you had her working out with her thighs. Yeah.
2: It, it really, uh you know, made her workout career take off.
0: Yeah, she did. She did kind of take off. Yeah. I wonder, I forget what, what the equipment it was that she kept pedaling on uh, QVC. I don't remember. Neither do I. Huh. Anyway, so it was called Guns and Buns. Guns and Buns. And if you're wondering what we were trying to work out, six-pack abs, mm-hmm. calf muscles. That was the concentration because in the 80s... The ladies like the six packs and the calves.
2: Yeah. It was and we had
0: that in spades. Oh, man. Problem is, we did run into a problem.
2: Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, uh we, we got a cease and desist from uh, the producer of uh, an adult film company.
0: Yeah.
2: Evidently, the, the, our...
0: the term guns and buns can mean something else. Yeah. And we're not even going to go into it. This is a PG. Yeah. We're almost. On the cusp of PG-13. Turns out, we were infringing on someone else's copyright. It wasn't a PG enterprise. No. They sent us a bunch of cease and desist letters. We kept shredding them and throwing them away and kept burying them. Everywhere we would do metal detecting, because we'd still do that on the side. Yeah. But, lo and behold, we end up going into something called binding arbitration. I'm not going to talk about what it is. Um... Yes, I am. It's pretty much like a mini trial that you that cannot be appealed. Uh, there'd be like kind of like a judge that hears both sides and makes a decision. You can't appeal it; it's binding. If you've seen Silicon Valley, at the end of season two, they go into binding arbitration. Should I? Should I even plug Silicon Valley?
2: Um. Everyone probably knows that we're huge fans of the show. Do you want to talk about it? Not, like, this season. Let's not talk about this season. Sure. Who's your favorite... I know who your favorite
0: character is. I'll bet. I, you know, here's the thing. I know you know who my favorite character is. You know why? We've never even discussed it. No. You want to say at the same time? In three, two, one... Guilfoyle! He's the best. See, most people would say... Dinesh. Ehrlich. Or Erlich. Oh, Ehrlich
2: or Yeah, I mean, one of the other ones. Yeah. But, you know... Gilfoyle. He he really captures it.
0: Gilfoyle. Now he is a Satanist on the show. I am the exact opposite, but his sarcasm, his deadpan, that's me to a T. Yeah.
2: Wife and kids are still away.
0: Yeah. Welcome to Dylan and Dutch metal detecting. Welcome. Uh, We kind of ended last week a little distressing. Uh, my wife and kids are in a safe house
1: hmm.
0: i can't contact them they 're safe i'm i'm not worried about them we're back kind of in the kind of uh why don 't you I'm kind of excited what do you think
2: well yeah, and there 's a reason for excitement Heck yeah uh, they caught him they The man is caught caught the man um We got the call last night yeah we're we're on our way um Pretty soon here we're gonna we're gonna leave and go celebrate uh, with the agents.
0: We're yeah. about four or five shots in.
2: I'd say about I've been drinking that. With scotch yeah. all day long. Yeah. Um. So you know you probably should give them, give the listeners a, a rundown on the chain of events and what happened and how he was eventually apprehended.
0: Yeah. Um. The guy's name's Leonard Parks. Leonard Parks. He was arrested. At a campsite. Yeah. Um,
2: do you want to talk to him about why he was arrested at the campsite? Uh, police, local police received a 911 call, um, and they went down there, and uh, he had been, uh, I think they used the term uh, ag- aggression, but he was basically yelling at other campers. He was disturbing and, people, yeah. and he um, was... Um, and they said he had something. He was swinging something around in his hand. He was pretty
0: upset about people trespassing on this
2: area or something. Yeah, yeah. So he was, you know, causing a big disturbance.
0: So here's what happens when someone's arrested: uh, they get put into the system, and all all of his like like all his descriptions, age, race, um, eye color, all that stuff goes into a nationwide database. The FBI. Can do use search parameters in all those local agency databases, and sometimes they get a hit. This time they got a hit. Uh, Leonard Parks fits almost every description from the profiler and other witness reports of this killer. Uh, you know,
2: he had military background. He was retired. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah I mean it, it was anger just issues. Anger issues, and uh, they even. Uh, once they, you know, were more suspect of of this guy, they uh, brought up some of his cell phone data, placed him at um, some of the uh, some of the crime scenes. Yeah, uh, not all of them, but at least a couple of them. And um, then they, when they were searching his camper at the campsite, what what else did they find?
0: They found. See, you said thirty eight. They found cyanide. Trace elements, cyanide. Of trace elements we, of cyanide. We
2: saw that in the in the file.
0: Yeah. Oh, Receipts. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And they found the rock hammer. This yeah. is. Now this is the man. He's been he's been in one of our episodes. Dutch.
2: Yeah. This is the crazy thing when we saw the guy because they did um, have us come in to uh, to to check the guy out and just you know. Yeah. Through the, you know, the, the one-way mirror. They've things. really welcomed us into this investigation. Yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, finally. Finally. Um, Perkins, actually, was one who, who called us up when they first caught, the, caught him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we saw the guy, and we immediately recognized him as the Scoutmaster.
0: Scoutmaster. From that time, we just took a day trip up to What, just was, go.
2: what was that, episode three? Episode I don't know. I don't remember. Like yeah, when we had taken that trip, and uh, we were panning, I think, around in the river.
0: Right, and he was upset that we were getting too close to him and his, and his and the scouts he was... Yeah. And here's how I know this is the guy. Because his son had a Dylan and Dutch metal detecting t-shirt on. Yeah. Yeah, or one, one of those That's how. Yeah, one of those kids. One of the kids. I think it
2: was his son, but I don't know. Yeah, so obviously, I mean, you know, he he knew who we were. He must have been stalking us right then. I mean, that, absolutely, that had to have been part of it. They also
0: found computer equipment at his house. Yeah, and so they're they're looking to see if he had like remote access to any of the wildlife cameras. Even though I, I thought it was impossible that he would, um, I gotta say I'm gonna break a little bit. I'm still kind of skeptical it's him, hmm. but I'm, I'm every hour passes. I feel a little bit more positive that this is the guy.
2: They found that rock hammer, too. The bloody rock hammer?
0: They did find a bloody rock hammer. And they're doing testing on the blood right now to see if it's animal or human.
2: They're they're doing a whole sweep of the campsite. Right. Looking...
0: Oh, it's on now. He is, like, in the crosshairs. So he's been detained. He's in federal custody. What's happening now is the (laughs) FBI is building a case. And they're going to submit their reports to the US attorney. The US attorney will then in kind decide whether or not to charge this guy, but the more we talk about, the more I hear about all the evidence, mm-hmm. I, I can only assume this is the guy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to wrapping this up, getting, you know, getting the family back home and gosh, I'm, you know, to a s- normal life, stoked about not getting those weird letters and
0: let me ask you a question since we're yeah. celebrating, we should pregame just a little bit. Right. What beer do you have in your kegerator?
2: Um, gosh, it's been the same thing for a long time okay. now. I got the Drake's Denagonizer, and I got the Drake's Black Robusto.
0: Can I have a sip of the Robusto? Half? Oh, it's way. Oh my gosh, it's great. On a side note, I'm reading an article today about movie watching habits of U.S. presidents. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, who I would say, was the president in the 80s. The movies he watched
2: were Red Dawn. (laughs) He watched Red Dawn. Do you remember that time when he invited us to a sleepover at the White House? Yeah. (laughs) He invited... Who else did he invite to that? It was a big party. It was one of his birthdays.
0: Sheena Easton, um, uh, Whitney Houston, and, uh, what was that guy that bent spoons? Yuri
2: Geller. Uh That was you know, I uh, I was sad I missed it. huh. I had I had something going on. I don't I don't even remember. Did you go to that?
0: I went to it. No, you remember you were on the safari with Quincy Jones. That's yeah. Yeah.
2: I knew there was something that I there was I had a good reason for not going.
0: I went to it. Uh, because I wanted to talk to Nancy Reagan about a new drug policy I thought would be a great idea. use. Growing up I was offered drugs and alcohol a lot. Hmm. Not for my I had a great family. Still have a great family but the area I grew up in rough neighborhood you uh, get by with the skin of your fists. I get offered drugs quite a bit Hmm. and uh, I always was trying to figure out what to say. What do I say? And I realized while I was strung out on LSD and uh, milking a really terrible hangover in um, the Tenderloin. I was in the gutter um, playing solitaire with uh, some uh, pinochle cards. I was killing it. Um, I thought, just say no.
1: Hmm.
0: And so I came to that epiphany like a decade before and I thought, you know, if I ever meet Nancy Reagan, I think I should talk to her about a new drug policy yeah. where you just say no. Yeah. And we should dare people to not say no. And three weeks later, Nancy Reagan, she's on um, uh, Different Strokes peddling her uh, Just Say No uh, drug reform program. Gave me no credit for it. Yeah. So I did go to the I did go to the sleepover.
2: That's cool, man. I I'm, I'm sad I miss it. You know, you know this who, who else was there? It Was Kurt Russell. No, Oh,
0: yeah. You didn't tell me that. I I kept forgetting to tell you, and then like thirty years went by. Because he wasn't on
2: the uh, on the invite list.
0: He was no, but he him and Reagan hung out all the time. Huh. Yeah, because Kurt Russell he he was a Disney actor. He was like a child actor. Yeah. And Ronald Reagan was an actor as well,
2: so they had a lot in common. Huh. That's cool, man. Yeah, the uh, the safari was great. And Quincy, I mean...
0: His stories about Diana Ross and Michael
2: Jackson are unparalleled. We we really had a, a, a good time. Had a lot of heart-to-hearts. Uh, He's a vegan, I heard. I
0: heard that he would
2: not allow anyone to bring guns on the safari. He's just there to watch. Well, I mean, I had guns.
0: Yeah. Well, that's for, for protection.
2: Yeah, I, I mean... But he and I—I mean—that was that was a great conversation that he and I had about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just for protection. I wasn't going to shoot anything. Yeah. I don't. I don't like shooting animals. No. Yeah. Um. Or, or people. No.
0: That's being said. I want to really had had they not caught this guy. Do you? This is a heart to heart with Dylan and Dutch. Do you really think? In your heart of hearts. You could actually kill a human being. You know? I mean, really. I mean, they caught him, so we could talk. This is a hypothetical.
2: It's one of those things. People talk about it a lot. And you know, some people, they talk a big talk. Yeah. But no one, I think, can truly know... You really if can ...if they would be able to do it or not, unless... Yeah. Unless you were in that situation, and then you can you can say if you would or not afterwards. Yeah, I, I
0: I've been thinking about it because last few episodes we've been beating our chests saying, "Oh, we got to put him down. We got to put him down." And I can understand that. But I like our family's safe now, but I just worry. Like, it comes to the point if it came to the point where it was just me or the other person, could I actually kill someone? You know what I mean? I don't think I have it in me. And that that's what's been worrying me this whole time.
1: Huh.
0: Um, we've never really talked about what happens. I mean, we're both... Christians. Uh, I don't know why I said that way, like Christians. But we've never really discussed what we think happens... Like, when... When we die. Like, what do you think... Um, mm. What do you think happens... What do you think happens?
2: Well, here's what I think happens... Yeah. ...when you die. Um, I think you hear a song.
0: I feel the same way. I, um, we've been dis- discussing this before. I, th- I think, I as weird as it sounds, I grew up, I love Simon and Garfunkel. I would be okay with, like, dying and, like, hearing the song Sound of Silence... Or something like that. or You know what I mean? Or home. Sure. Homeward bound. I don't know. It's silly and cheesy, but... You know, I... Watching Game of Thrones, you think, you know... People always wonder what happens after you die, and... And, uh... It it would be nice to... Kind of enter the next realm with a soothing soundtrack. Soundtrack, exactly.
2: Yeah, you gotta have the soundtrack. Yeah. Speaking of games, nothing, of Thrones... nothing heavy.
0: Yeah. Oh, we got it. We have to talk about it. Spoiler alert. Sport Dutch.
2: No spoilers. Come on. If you haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, if you've been under a rock. That's your fault. Could you believe? They killed Ned Stark.
2: I could not. Yeah. I thought. Like here's your uh, here's your hero, mm-hmm. great. And then I kept waiting for somebody to like save him at the last minute, or yeah. try to put his head back on, and then he comes back to life. Right. You know, like they gotta I, have some sort of medieval glue for that. I'm I, telling you right
0: now, if someone dies in Game of Thrones, they're not coming back. Yeah.
2: They are dead, dead for good, for good. I mean, th- we, they showed that. You know, that's their there's stance. no way
0: this yeah. isn't. It yeah. That just killed me. Yeah. The internet broke. Yeah. Like, I noticed a bunch of people this week <laughs> walking as if they're, like, in, in a tunnel. Like, they're really mourning Ned Stark. Yeah.
2: You know what was especially sad about it? Killed him with his own sword.
0: Did they really?
2: Yeah. Valyrian steel. Oh, man. What was the guy's name? Payne. That's Ill, the Ellen Payne or Yeah, that was Sir the, Ill Ellen uh, Payne. Yeah. Did the chopping.
0: Best The best part of that season. There's so many great quotes. So many great quotes. But I I think season 1 it's just chock-full of tons of great quotes. And I hope they have a season 2. They better have a season 2.
2: Oh, I th- I think they have to. It's getting a lot of, you know, really good press.
0: Whoever passes the sentence should swing the sword. Mm. That is just my favorite. And I just hope to God that I don't pass the sentence on this, this. Well, I guess I don't have to worry about it. He's caught. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I was really mm. nervous about being cornered yeah. or making the choice. Because it's just not in, in me. It really isn't in me to hurt people. Mm. I want everyone to just enjoy life. and I think now that my family's safe, I'm, I'm just taking it more from a defensive posture. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I totally agree. I mean, there—if there's another way to solve the problem, do it. Right. And uh, if all you can think of is just solving it with violence, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad.
0: My uh, Krav Maga instructor always said that when the fight happens, you've already lost. Wow. It's deep. Uh, Hang on one second. We're about to go in, but I'm getting a call from Agent Perkins. Hello? Hey. What? Are you serious? Please tell me you're joking. You're not joking. Well, forward the message. Yeah. Forward it to my phone. Dutch, it's not him. What do you mean? They got the wrong guy. They just found a new body.
2: How do they know? know It's
0: exactly, it's exactly like the others. Posed like the others. Everything. And they, there's an MP three player with a message on it. Lying, that's on the body. I can't believe it. He's still out there. Dutch, he's still out there.
2: I, I don't even I, I can't wrap my mind around this right now.
0: The killer's still out there. And he just sent, I think, a message to us. Let me um let me open it up.
2: Dylan and Dutch, this is the minor speaking.
0: I'm disappointed in you. I was hoping you would be worthy adversaries. Your celebration is premature. I'm still out here. It's disturbing that you thought your families were in danger. I'm not a monster. They pose no threat to me. I'm a steward of the earth, and you two are in my way.
1: Dutch, you're going to be first, and Dylan, I'm going to make you watch.